Hello, Sedalia. My name is Tanya Burton. I am the owner of the Didoc Sedalia. Today I have a very special guest with us. Uh, she, I will add her as soon as she gets on here. Um, she directs our nutrition and weight loss program here at the Diet Doc. She has many degrees, but she also has a doctorate in health psychology and behavioral medicine. I had to write that down. I didn't want to uh, mess it up. Please help me welcome Dr. Corey Probst. There she is. Hello, Dr. Corey, how are you? Well, thank you. We did this. You did this. <laughs> we figured this out. Yes, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, yeah. Well, we want to go ahead and just dive right in into a very hot topic that is happening. Mm -hmm. um, emotional eating, how to recognize mm -hmm. and stop emotional and stress eating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, it's a big topic for it, sure. And, you know, we deal with this on a daily basis. And so um, what I would like to go over is if you can briefly kind of go over, like, what is emotional eating? What does that look like? Yeah, probably good to define it first, right? I think everyone has a little bit different of a definition. And I think there are a lot of misconceptions around it. So, oh gosh, I see a lot of people I know on here. It's awesome. Hey, Wendy. <laughs> hi, Luby. Hi, Wendy. Julie, Julie too. I haven't, I haven't seen Julie in a while. So yeah, emotional eating. Let's say this first, Tanya, it's not about food. Right. And I think most people recognize that except when they have come to me struggling with emotional eating, that's immediately where their attention goes is mm -hmm. to the food part. Like, should I remove these foods? These are my trigger foods. And when I'm around these foods and it's really more about us being in the moment, trying to eat away what we are perceiving as uncomfortable or what we are perceiving as not okay, or what we're perceiving as needing to be different than what it is right here, right now. Right. So essentially we're using food to move into an alternative state of consciousness. Right. <laughs> so to get away from reality. Exactly. But here's the, here's the complicated or complex piece of it is that the reality that we're in is what we've created based on the thoughts that we're having. Exactly. So it comes down to developing a practice of understanding how our thoughts are creating that reality and most importantly, how we're relating to and approaching the thoughts that we're experiencing because Thoughts are not directives. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily something that we need to believe. I mean, if you think of it like, you know, a thought bubble, like we see in the cartoons, yes. it's words that spring out of our minds mm -hmm. 
but it's not ultimate truth. It's not saying like, if I have a thought, oh, oh, there's cake in the fridge. Yes. That doesn't equate to there's cake in the fridge. You should go downstairs and eat it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So it is a practice of just learning how to recognize that thought bubble. Oh, the string of words Mm -hmm. and then relating to it differently. Like, of course I'm thinking about cake. I like cake. I ate cake last night. It was really yummy. And now it's still in the fridge. Like, okay. And now redirect your attention. Mm-hmm. And it sounds simple and it is simple, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily easy. Right. So <laughs> yeah. Is this making sense so far? Yes. What are your thoughts on Yes. I, I, I love that. I love how you explained it. So can you provide like an example in your cake example, mm-hmm. if our mm-hmm. if we are feeling stressed or lonely and we think cake, yeah, what is a way that we can <laughs> redirect <laughs> our or any yeah. of our you know foods that we enjoy eating? What is something that we can do to kind of help break these patterns that we have when mm-hmm. stress happens? or all these emotions that we can't handle, instead of coping, our coping mechanism of food, what can Mm -hmm. we do to kind of shift our focus and our thoughts to more? So yeah, what you're describing is really an association between food and stress, or food and the perception of stress, or food and the perception of this experience shouldn't be happening right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that stress is really... Um, it's a matter of our thoughts and what we're thinking about the situation. To me, mm-hmm. stress is, a, it's a cue and it's a signal that something is important. Mm. Now, I don't know many people who look at stress that way. Right. Most people look at stress as bad. Yeah. End it. Get away from it. Fix it. True. Yeah. <laughs> and so, of course, we're going to move towards something in an attempt to stop it in its tracks. Mm -hmm. Now, if we look at stress and approach stress and relate to stress differently, and we see Mm S-T-R-E-S-S, what is that? A six letter word Mm -hmm. Um, as, huh, this is, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. What, uh, I wonder, and get curious about the reaction that we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. And that reaction is, it's not just up here in our heads, like this is stressful, the right. thought. Right. It's, we're experiencing something in our bodies that tell us we're stressed, like tension or tightness somewhere, or we, mm-hmm. our shoulders are way up here, you know, around our ears or, mm-hmm. you know, our, our fists are clenched or our teeth or our jaws clenched or our heart's beating really fast. Mm-hmm. And so to get in touch, this is, this is one of those skills to develop that we're talking about. Right. Get in touch with what it is that we're experiencing in our bodies that tells us that there's an experience occurring of an emotion mm-hmm. like stress or like sadness mm-hmm. or like discontent or anger or feeling down or feeling fatigued um, because emotion just tells us that we're human. 
it doesn't tell us that we're bad, that we're wrong, that we need to feel differently, that we need to get away from this feeling, that we're not okay, that we're not worthy, that we can't do something. Those are all beliefs. Those are strings of words. Those are thoughts. Right. Emotion is normal. Emotion is, we're alive if we're experiencing emotion. Yes. So, <laughs> so this is a good thing that we're experiencing emotion. And that's kind of bare bones level what we need to learn to practice on a regular basis is in that moment when we're like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, just had that reaction that like breaks come on, I kind of feel contracted. And then if I have the cake thought, it's to kind of pause, breathe, mm -hmm. recognize that's just a thought. It's an association. I've got a link and, and it's a really strong link because I've been linking it for a long time. Stress cake, stress cake, mm -hmm. stress rice cakes and peanut butter, stress whatever the food is mm -hmm. that we go to. Mm -hmm. And that link can be broken, you know, very gradually by becoming more aware and in tune with ourselves and not believing that this experience is wrong or bad, but it's an experience. Right. So can I pause? Can I breathe? And the breathing is a really important piece because when we're moving towards food because we're uncomfortable, right? we're feeling threatened. Mm. Okay. And when we're in a place of that threat, what we're focused on is survival. Feel better, get better, survive. Yeah. So if we can move ourselves back into a more calm space and accept what's occurring right now, as opposed to pushing it away or mm -hmm. wanting to hide from it mm -hmm. or run from it, mm -hmm. then, and that's what the breathing does is it moves us into a, a space. Even, I mean, we could do an MRI of the brain and when we're, when we breathe, and especially if, if we can extend the exhale when we're taking a big, long, deep breath, it actually activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and digest mm -hmm. and calming space of the nervous system. And then we're able to make wiser, less judgmental, calmer decisions about what to do next and then that will help us not necessarily gravitate towards food but to be with ourselves in that moment and say gosh you know if if, if i'm having this experience right now this emotional experience something must be important to me and go there instead of to the cake yeah yeah I, because honestly, if we're shoving food in our faces in that moment, we're not taking care of ourselves. No. That's the goal, honestly, because I think a lot of people, they believe that emotional eating is bad, like it's self-sabotage. Well, mm -hmm. we're actually, by doing that, trying to take care of ourselves. Like we're trying to protect ourselves from something, but we don't need to protect ourselves from something. That's yeah. the thing. So. I love that just understanding what you're feeling is important yeah. take a deep breath like that's so simple just 
take a deep breath and get curious what is going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So simple. I, I love how you just explained that because that's a different perspective because like you said, we just think of self-sabotage or all these emotions are bad. We're trying to run away from it instead of just taking a moment being human (laughs) and understanding that it's okay (laughs) to have emotions, you know, and just get curious about what is actually going on. Yeah. And that, like a lot of people ask, why am I feeling this way? And those why questions, I think, Tanya, are sometimes really, they're difficult to answer. Like Mm -hmm. I could sit there forever trying to figure it out. Like, why am I feeling this way? Mm -hmm. It's, I like the what question better. What is happening here? What's going on here? What might this experience be you know, telling me what's important to me right now. Um, That's a little easier to get to the heart of um, because in that moment we can go to, oh, I just had a thought about, or, oh, what are the strings of thoughts going on in my head right now? Oh, I'm thinking I'm not good enough, or I'm never going to get this project done, or he's out to get me, or my husband doesn't love me. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> if those are all the thoughts that are happening, it's no wonder that I feel threatened and, and yeah. like I need to protect myself. Yeah. So it brings us really back to the heart of it instead of trying to put a bandaid over it with food. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean we're going to be more comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, it, if we recognize those thoughts, doesn't mean we're going to be more comfortable. Um, but it does mean we're going to be able to practice dealing with what's actually occurring in a more effective way. I, wow. And it may mean we need to reach out to people yeah. and, and get a new perspective. And so, yeah. I, I think that is gold just right there because we are constantly asking ourselves, why is this happening? Why, why, why? Mm-hmm. Instead of just switching over to what? Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. so simple as that will lead you to a completely different path of how to view it because you can drive yourself crazy with all those why questions. Those why questions, Tanya, uh, they're important. They're, why questions are important. They are. But there's also a time and a place to ask them. Mm-hmm. And when we're already feeling threatened and we're, we're not thinking logically and linearly, a why question isn't appropriate. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the other thing is too a lot of our why questions aren't they don't invite an answer Mm -hmm. it's like why am I like this Mm -hmm. or why did he do that to me Mm -hmm. or why can't I figure this out Mm -hmm. it's not actually a question Mm -hmm. it's an accusation Mm. and so it it what it brings us toward is feeling worse yeah and now we're dealing with some like self-hatred and you know it it doesn't bring us into a place of compassion at all which which really is necessary if we want to take care of ourselves and nurture whatever is occurring and accept it versus running away from it and hiding and shutting down or yeah and putting a band-aid over it and not you know actually dealing with what is going on because when you deal with it, like you said, you gradually break apart from it. You break the link, you break the association. And then you're like, well, I don't, I don't need food to deal with this. 
this has nothing to do with food. Actually, this is my relationship issue or <laughs> my career issue or uh, an issue related to, and when I say issue, I'm not saying problem. Right. It's a circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, this has to do with my feeling of meaning when I'm engaged in this activity or that there's this kind of fracture in this partnership that I'm in. And that's what needs nurturing, not my taste buds. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love the honesty in that. Uh, uh, So to just to recap, if somebody Mm -hmm. is going through that stress or that threat that they feel that, you know, the tightness in the shoulders, what are a few things that people can take a moment and just do instead of running and linking up to cake? What are things that they can do in a step to kind of get Mm -hmm. through and slowly break that link? Mm -hmm. So when you were saying that I was breathing deeply and I actually saw you, Tanya, take a big deep breath as you said that when you're like, and break the link. Yeah. <laughs> Step one. Because yes. <laughs> honestly, when we're running to food, when we're running away, when we're like shutting down, we're not breathing. I would invite everyone who's watching to just, you know what? Set a timer on your phone. Ooh. Set a timer on your phone to go off three times throughout the day. Check your breathing in those moments. And I'm betting most people are going to find that they're shallow breathing, which is creating that sense of stress. Yeah. Yeah. So step one, let's just get in touch with how we're carrying ourselves throughout the day because we can actually make things a lot worse. Mm -hmm. And create the optimal environment for wanting to run towards food mm-hmm. so that that would be step one breathe pause recognizing is important too so now i recognize that i have this association this mm-hmm. link between when this happens or when i'm around this person mm-hmm. or when i'm in this restaurant circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have these tendencies then to move towards food mm-hmm. or when I think this certain thought mm-hmm. that makes me want to get up and move towards food mm-hmm. you know I, I recognize for myself it's when I've completed something mm-hmm. like completed this hour of answering my client emails it's like an exclamation point at the end I think about food I think about going down to the kitchen and eating. Okay, I recognize that about myself. It's almost like a sense of closure. Okay. Like completed, done, reward with food. Yeah. <laughs> There's a link there for me. Mm-hmm. Now, what has helped me break it? First, recognition. Okay. Oh, of course, of course. You know, I just com- I just finished writing 500 words of this article. Mm-hmm. Of course, I thought about food, then I recognize that's a tendency of mine. All right. Now, what really needs my attention now? That's just a, it's a, here, the other thing I like to, I like to call thoughts brain burps. Mm-hmm. What do we do with burps? Well, we burp, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then 
if we're polite and we have manners, we usually say, excuse me. And then we never think about it again. Right. It's gone. Yes. Thoughts can be looked at the same way. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Excuse me, Mr. Cake Thought. I need to get back to work here. <laughs> I love that. That's so simple. Wow. Practical strategy. Yeah. That is amazing. Um, well, Courtney, take away. Let yourself burp and then let it go, guys. <laughs> I, I will never look at a burp the same way. Ever. Ever. Yeah, you're going to see my face. Maybe that's not good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. Um, so, wow, that, there, there's just so much information. So one, take a deep breath. Two, recognize, right, what's going on. Yeah, recognize that you're lost in a thought stream. We have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of thoughts a day. It's when we get lost in the thought stream and we're believing the thoughts that then the actions confirm the thoughts. Ah, oh, cake. Oh, that would be good. Oh, this experience, this is bad. I mm -hmm. need to get away from it. This is not okay. Fix it now. Mm -hmm. You believe the thoughts, you're going to act in ways that confirm the thoughts are true. Mm -hmm. But they're not. Right. Yeah. I, I have a friend, and she's actually watching right now, who, <laughs> just as a, a, a very practical example, um, was in a rather large, like, athletic event this past weekend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with competition, it there's stress involved. And it doesn't have to be bad stress. Like, st there's actually distress and there's call what's called stress, which is good stress. It enhances our performance. But she's recognizing the night before she's, and we were chatting, she's recognizing the thought stream going on in her head, like, I'm not sure I can do this. Mm. No, maybe I'll skip that, that practice run tomorrow. No. And so as she's recognizing these thoughts, like she could believe that and then she could totally back out or she could just be like, yeah, okay. I'm going to watch that thought happen. And then the next one, I'm going to watch that one too. Doesn't mean a thing. I'm going to go do my thing tomorrow. But that takes practice to just watch the thought stream like clouds in the sky. The clouds mm -hmm. pass by. Mm -hmm. Our thoughts can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Unless we're like, yeah, you know, we're adding on to them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. And um, I know she did awesome. Good job, girl. Proud of you. I've been watching yes. your story. I know who you uh -huh. are. She did do awesome, didn't she? Yeah. yeah, she did. And it had a delicious cookie. <laughs> and pizza. <laughs> she deserved it. She defeated all those thoughts. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, she did. She was like, I don't have to get caught in this thought snare. Yeah. yeah. I love mm -hmm. that. What a great image. Just take a step back and watch them go. You don't have to believe in them and participate yeah. in them. And I love that. I feel like a lot of times we don't feel like we can control it. But we can't. We can't control our thoughts. That's the thing. Like, we're right. going to have them. 
Right. Yeah. But we so we are not our thoughts. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. can control how we relate to the thoughts. Yes. Let the thoughts happen. Mm -hmm. They're going to. That's our, our minds are online. That's a good thing, right? Right. Like, like our brain is working. <laughs> yes. We're alive. We're alive. Yes. But uh, thoughts are things. We are not our thoughts. Yeah. I love that. We are not our thoughts. Did you get that, Brittany? Mm -hmm. Wendy, you are not your thoughts. <laughs> She's like, finish line cookies, she says. <laughs> it was amazing, by the way. I was uh, drooling a little bit as I looked at the pictures. It was really Oh, amazing. yeah. Um, so I just want to say, Dr. Corey, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Because this is a huge topic, and it's something that we deal mm -hmm. with every single day. And we need to learn a different perspective of how to handle things. And mm -hmm. I, I love everything that you said. I love that just taking, just take a breath, recognize, mm -hmm. stand back and kind of just let the questions go. But that doesn't mean you have to react to every single one that happens. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and just slowly building, you know, that breaking that little link that's happening. And like mm -hmm. that runner, you know, it probably didn't happen overnight. It took her a while to build that type of muscle. It's a skill. Yeah. It's a skill, yeah. To do that. So uh, I know uh, this is going to be so helpful to all of my clients, especially I have a lot of new ones and I, I'm so excited to see them on here and, and watching this um, because this is something that, you know, it's not just food. There's a no. mental side to it and we need to learn how to build that skill. Well, and that skill too, Tanya, is it transcends every aspect of life. Yes. If we can learn how to approach and relate to our thoughts differently, like mm -hmm. Brittany used this skill in competition, had nothing to do with food. Yeah. You know, so any, any big goal that we're working towards or just being more aware of mm -hmm. what our experience is in any moment whatsoever this is a, this awareness skill, thoughts are things, we are not our thoughts, we don't have to get lost in them, we can be in the driver's seat. Um, in any context of our lives, it's going to be important. I love that. It's not just about nutrition, you can use that anywhere in your career, in your relationship, in a mm -hmm. race. Yep. Use yep. that anywhere. Well, awesome. I use it all the time in competition and oh, yeah. in my athletic endeavors. Yeah. I love that. How many of us want to stop in the middle of a run or a workout because we're we're tired or we don't want to go up the hill or that thought, I want to stop. Like, mm -hmm. okay, it's just a thought. It's three words. Moving on. <laughs> wow. That is, I mean, that's gold. If we just can remember that. And like you said, even put a timer on that just to remember. Just a thought. It's okay. Yep. Just keep going. Mm -hmm. um, but and have that next thought. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I keep interrupting. Like, I could talk about this all day, but I know everyone doesn't have all day. <laughs> I do. We could talk all day. <laughs> I will call you after this. <laughs> but you even helped me. I think, I'm, I mean, you just opened my mind of different perspectives on certain things. Um, I think breathing, I, I, we just take that for granted. Actually taking a deep breath. I'm going to put it on my phone. 
Tanya, breathe for a few seconds. Exhale. And I'm going to apply that myself. Uh, But I just want to say thank you for your time. I appreciate it so, so, so much. And I know everyone that's watching right now. What's up, Pastor Chris? How are you doing? Uh, (laughs) uh, I know they will appreciate it and use what you have to say. I had Dr. Adam here a few days ago. And I have clients who are messaging me saying, wow, I actually, you know, didn't eat. I actually checked myself to see if I was even hungry and actually drink water. And then I was fine. I was actually thirsty. And so I appreciate him being on here. um, And I appreciate you being on here um, and just helping us build new skills. You bet. We're all in this together. It's all a a process of development and discovery. And if we can get super curious and treat it like an adventure instead of Mm -hmm. I'm broken and I need to be fixed and this sucks and I'm unworthy and what's wrong with me, um, it can be fun. So um, I'll be sure to tune in, Tanya, to the discussion and contribute as I can. And then um, there are a bunch of other resources that I have, too, on emotional eating specifically. So I'll include that in, like, the notes and the posts. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, again, thank you, Dr. Corey, for being here today. We will see you again. I know that for sure. Um, <laughs> yes. Back on my Tanya Burton show. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have you back. But uh, again, thank that you. That was like a much. John Travolta move right there. My Zumba moves. <laughs> Gosh, this is live. I shouldn't be doing this. I can't wait. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Rewind. Let's not. Well, thank you, Dr. Corey. Have a great day. Thank you, everyone who watched. Thanks, guys. Uh, we appreciate all of your tips and strategies and just new perspective that you brought us today. Like, thank you so, so, so much. We appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure. All right. Bye, everyone. See you next time.